0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Well, hello there, and welcome to Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. We're so happy that you're here today. Ah, that's good, Joe.
1: You did it! Congratulations! world's best cup of coffee great job everybody we're to fight against robots from another planet who want to wipe us out and take the earth
0: probably happens all the time if we succeed there will not be any shield in the future just north of green lake nevada home of area 51
1: we're trying to stop the chronicoms from stealing a space weapon if that thing goes off it could take out the entire
0: brain of shield
1: daniel Sousa. Is that? He's
0: Peggy Carter's old partner. Marvel's Agents of Shield. GBN presents Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. Today's binge. Marvel's Agents of Shield. Good morning. Welcome to Martin and Kathy's. Coffee Binge, with your hosts, Martin Sexton and Kathy Sexton. Go ahead.
1: You know, you're, you're done. We're done now. <laughs> we just did the whole thing. I'm useless. Oh, can't believe it. quiet over there. Just, I, I thought it was after I gave you top billing and everything last week, now you're just stomping all over me.
0: That's right. I forgot. It's Kathy and Martin's <laughs> Coffee Binge. Okay.
1: So, you got that out of your system?
0: Yeah. I'm good now. Let's go!
1: So, this is Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge, and we're going to be talking episode three of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But as usual, before we start doing that, I give my wonderful wife Kathy an opportunity to talk about what she wants to talk about. So, the floor is yours, my dear. Okay, so,
0: what we're going to talk about is how Martin's going to go get a haircut tomorrow. Hopefully. If not tomorrow, it's going to be Monday. That there's a haircut. That you have somebody
1: in. coming here for Jeffrey when that happens?
0: No, we'll take him with us. We've taken them with us before.
1: That was then, this is now.
0: What the hell are you talking about? That was then, this is now.
1: This was way back when we didn't have to wear a mask and we could all just go in there and sit in the middle of the crowd, but we can't do that anymore.
0: Well, we'll go, Martin, Jeffrey and I'll sit in the car.
1: Can't do that. But then they show. then I'll tell her to cut my hair any way I want. And... Oh
0: no, I'll walk in and say, <laughs> cut it all off, and then you'll say, thanks, and then you go.
1: I never tell her that. This is ridiculous. I tell her to cut it the same way. Your hair is
0: longer than mine.
1: Well, that doesn't mean anything. Sure it does. You you cut yours like every other week. No, I don't.
0: I don't cut it every other week. You cut it every other week. I did whack all of it off this time because it was just You didn't whack
1: all of it off?
0: Yeah, it was short. It was super short. you all of it
1: off, you'd be bald. Well,
0: I wouldn't look good bald. Maybe a mohawk would be all right for me.
1: Actually, this isn't near as long as I've had it longer.
0: Yes, you have. As I remember one time when we went out to dinner and the guy said thought that we were too careful <laughs> <This girl. Yes. laughs>
1: Can I help you ladies?
0: Oh <laughs> thank you, I it well. I appreciate it. That was horrible. I didn't really know you wanted to get up and beat the shit out of
1: Well. It but it was... you
0: have a great sense of humor, so it, that was what you did. You said oh,
1: Right. I say, well, it say what was so different than uh, back when I was uh, <clears throat> 19 or 20 and someone tried to give me the senior citizens discount know, because <laughs> of the gray hair. So. Hey, let me tell
0: you what, this 3 $4 off makes all the difference. Yeah,
1: I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't turning it down. I said, hey, you want to call me old, but guess you give me three bucks off? Okay. Right. That's perfect. I'm not going to fight you on it. Um, I mean, it was Bonanza or something like that, or one of those uh, cheap steak places. <laughs>
0: yeah, I miss those places. There's something about this taste of A1 and one of them. And,
1: one, <laughs> and one, the taste of A1.
0: One, the taste of A1 and one of
1: those fine steaks <laughs> from Bonanza. <laughs> the
0: yeah, those are great places to go. I do like that.
1: Well, say I used to, when I worked at the television shop, I would go there for my, you know, I'd eat there alone for my lunch. You know,
0: you really got to stop telling me those stories because they break my heart every time you tell me those stories. I'm like, I would have been there with you.
1: It wasn't that big a deal. Really. Well, it, is,
0: it was to me. So.
1: You know, Whatever. I was just trying to figure out what I was going to do with the other 12 minutes of the 30 I had after after I <laughs> ate that tiny little steak. <laughs>
0: oh, hex.
1: So, we done here? Anything else? Nothing. Nothing.
0: Yeah. No. So nothing else, okay. Martin. I I really thought that uh, I had another thought in mind. I'm not really sure what it was about. So we'll move on here. Now it's time to talk about Agents of Shield.
1: Okay. Uh, uh and episode three, which was Alien Commies from the Future. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, what was your first thoughts about Alien abs- Comics from the, the Future? YouTube? Yeah. That's right.
0: Well, the bottom line is okay. on this show, I really liked that, um, Gemma played Agent, um, Carter. I really thought that was really cute, and I like that, <laughs> it was hilarious to me, that, um, uh, her partner, Susa, was showed up at the the site where he would be anyway normally you know
1: and that brings up a a, a point you know i said and of course jim has been pretty much most of them are are giant fans of peggy carter right of course jim was a fan of peggy carter because uh she was british right which uh i almost question why in the world you would do that okay now daniel suzu was around he's peggy carter's partner. If Daniel Sousa was around, Peggy Carter's around, too. Why would you decide to pretend to be somebody that, you know, as a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent could possibly show up wherever you're at? In this case, you know, it wasn't her. It was Daniel Sousa, which was her partner. But the minute he showed up, and Beyonce when the thing started, I thought he maybe didn't remember what she... Because uh, he went along with it kind of nicely initially when he when she turned around. Yeah. Uh, so he must have did still something about... Uh, Peggy, because right before he went to go find her, he looked in the window and was fixing his hair to make sure he looked good.
0: Yes, he did.
1: Of course, uh, if you've ever watched uh, Agent Carter, you know, the TV series, which uh, got canceled after two seasons, him and Peggy were together at the end of it. Mm. Of course, now they've screwed that whole thing up. With yeah, now the they end had game that, thing. Yeah. Uh, which has a whole other, again, that whole time travel thing that uh, we'll get into sometime. Uh, but anyway, so, uh, of course that doesn't
0: mean that those things didn't happen and this is the part of the time travel thing that I think find a little bit um baffling okay if time travel is done and in the very beginning of this it's ripples not waves okay that you still could cause things to happen. Well, you
1: know, and, and this, is, see, this is the thing that confused me. We weren't going to get into this, but now that we're talking about where we are. Well, Okay, are. so in uh, season five, Fitz in, you know, is they go into the future. Fitz is left in the past. Right. He gets in the, the chirogenic chamber and freezes himself and sleeps till he gets to the future.
0: Right, 70 years.
1: Right, so then... The future. I well, mean,
0: wait a minute. He really doesn't sleep till
1: he gets to 70 Well, actually, again, this is where you start getting into this confusion. The original season five, he slept all the way to 70 years. Right. And came out and was caught up to the rest of the team. Right. So then they find their way back, and the past Fitz, who was frozen and went to the future, comes back to the past with them. But somehow, that the Fitz that was frozen is still up in space. So, how does. So, if you go by that theory, Captain America goes to the past to be with Peggy. What happened to the frozen Captain America? Is he still? Did he come back before he crashed the plane and got frozen? Is there still another Steve Rogers frozen underneath? You know, kind of like the Fitz thing, where the well,
0: he went back in time and then he just lived his life.
1: I know, but still, I mean, at that time, kept Steve Rogers. Depending on when he came back, was in the water, frozen up.
0: We're gonna have. You know, what we're gonna have to do. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to have a whole wall in the dining room where we put. Strange. Here, yeah. <laughs> here's, 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 here's your. Here's your. Here's your. Here's your timeline, um, Captain America, and here's your timeline. All you other people. Well, it doesn't matter. So they're talking time?
1: like it was an alternate time thing again, then that just confuses things. I just more. want to
0: know when do I get to see Fitz, and where is he?
1: Oh, yes. And I guess at least uh, through three episodes, we're still asking that question. I know.
0: it. I just can't take it anymore. I need to see him this coming up episode. And it don't look like I'm going to see him then either.
1: Well, say, it's what's going to happen sooner or later. And for the reasons we discussed last time. Well, he has to. And he's probably
0: taking care of their child right now. And I would like to know what's going on. Okay. So. Go ahead.
1: uh, Or is it him
0: and the other Jemma? Now there, that's why she feels like an
1: LMD. Like everybody keeps saying. Well, no, she doesn't feel like them. Um, so um, I didn't say that. that. I didn't people, say she
0: wasn't. No, I said she's. She never mind. Let's right. Move on. Other
1: pe- other people have said that. Okay, so anyway, so they they went to nineteen fifty five. Yes. So of course, no. This is one thing that Agent Shield has always been great at is their, ti- their, their title <laughs> cards. Oh yeah. You know that uh they change it to whatever situation they're right. in right i do You know like, that. like when they're agents of hydra they change it to yeah, that yeah yeah well, of course so and, cool. and this one they started out with the the noir black and white yeah title card now they're in 1855 and they're doing the sci-fi thing they're doing the roger corman kind of uh sci-fi monster looking uh thing uh I'm always looking forward to see what... It's a font thing. Yeah, it it really is. It's a font thing. And I'm always interested to see what they're going to do next with their next title card. Now, I think in the episode they'll be showing this week, it's still in the same time period. Still, I think, around 955. But I think they're going noir again because it looked like they were going black and white. Mm -hmm. Which, uh, you know, I'll be interested to see what they do there. Okay, so just like last week, we talked about who was the star of the episode, uh, so for alien comedians from the future, who do you think could have, should have kind of stood out amongst either the regular cast or maybe a guest star who uh, you thought did a really good job in this well, episode? Well, I think
0: that the um, guy that was the...
1: Um, Are we talking about uh, the uh, Gerald Sharp, the Department of Defense? Yeah. That right. guy. Yeah, Michael Gaston. That's it, uh,
0: Michael Gaston. Right, Gass.
1: he was actually... He, I was he,
0: trying to think of his name, I, and I'm sorry, Martin, I... Um,
1: he was my co-performer of the week. Yeah, uh, I, did,
0: I did not... Um. I didn't read over the um, notes for today's game.
1: Um, <laughs> that's quite all right. Said, so, uh, and of course, I thought that he was... Uh, he was kind of funny, though he wasn't, you know... At that time, of course, you know, because of, there was the communist scare and everything, right. so, so...
0: You're a bunch of commies. Right,
1: <laughs> and of course, you know, America... America's the best, America, this is really really proud. Right. So he was a very America. much a proud American. And of course they initially when Deke when they captured the guy, Deke was telling him, well he's a pencil pusher, so we we don't have any problem getting information out of him. Right. We'll come to find out he was a former military and according to him that he wrote the field manual on interrogation. So do your worst, you're not gonna you're not gonna scare me, not. me And of course part of his charm was that uh, he basically insulted or offended just about any nationality who happened to come to him. So, of course, with Yo-Yo, it was Mamacita and, ooh, Caliente. <laughs> and, of course, with Mac, it was, uh, well, it's a good thing that your boy here is... There. And, of course, even, you know, and I didn't catch it the first time when I did on the radio where Mac said, he just called me boy? Yeah. yeah he did. Uh, Mac pretty much, by now, wants to pretty much smack anybody from the past because they're they're all racist well, jerks and of course eventually yeah. he he does uh smack him well he can't help it right uh I but, would no, I, him I, I, him. and he's sitting there telling yo-yo nope 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 kid, you know we're not going to be violent about it uh which was kind of funny because uh he did it no matter who he was put in front of him he did it when uh, uh may came in front of him he called her oriental and, of course, mm. Yo-Yo said that she had to t- separate her from me, uh, which uh, wouldn't surprise me with May. Uh, but uh, I thought Clark Gregg did a great job.
0: He always does a great right. job. Right, and I said, of course, I I, course that's because
1: of, right, cause I love him as Colson. But the whole deal where they're trying to figure out which of the scientists are chronocom, so they're asking them questions, Right. Uh, I thought was good. Uh, and, of course, again, because of the time and the whole... Uh, America pride thing. I thought it was funny when he uh, asked the guy if he thought John Wayne was overrated.
0: See, <laughs> so, uh,
1: so, you now that that would have stirred me up. Uh, he said, uh, basically, he said, you know, do you think he's kind of overrated? Yeah, I get it. You're rugged. You ride a horse. So what? <laughs> uh, so,
0: he was trying to incense them to make right, sure that they he, had feelings.
1: Right, uh, and that, and exactly what the guy did. So, so. He said so. Who cares about John Wayne? Who cares? Who cares about John Wayne? America cares <laughs> <laughs> He was very, very
0: bothered by that. And,
1: right. And that was what the, and that was their whole intention because they figured instead of trying to figure out who's a Chromicon, they just needed to find out who was human. Correct. So they're gonna stir an emotion out of them. So uh, one guy he asked, okay, think fast. Jimmy Stewart or Gary Cooper. And the guy tells him Van Johnson. And he goes, Seriously? <laughs> but he figures, well you must not be a Chromacon because who the heck sits says Van Johnson? Uh, also, Coulson apparently, even though he's an LMD, doesn't like to see people cry. Because, uh, Jim had got the, uh, scientist that was telling him about, uh, a romance story. I'm not sure really what story she was talking about, but, uh, haven't you ever sacrificed something for the woman you love, and he starts tearing up and saying, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Coulson goes, oh, I'm so sorry, oh, and, you know, he's sitting there trying to comfort him and he does the same thing on the bus when the little, he's telling the little lady about the turtle turned over on her yeah. back and, and roasting in the sun, die. roasting in the sun and you're not doing anything about it. How could you say that? <laughs> <laughs> so then he starts going, oh, I'm so sorry, sorry, sorry. So obviously the LMD Coulson is a sensitive fellow. And he also told, apparently, explained that the word "moist" bothers people. <laughs> right. It is. That's very. That's very well known. Oh, I didn't know that. And I guess, yes. it, especially when you emphasize. <laughs> that was
0: funny. Right. That. Let's see. That's a. That's a real. Uh, that's a real thing. Really. Yeah. It is. Let's talk about how why you know that. Because I watch more. Um, uh, stuff
1: in you Right, I say, and I also thought it was funny when Jim was asking uh, brings up the first scientist and says, How many figures am I holding up? And before you get even that, nope, you're wrong, it was two <laughs> And the guy's looking at it, I didn't even answer yet. Scientists hate to be told they're wrong. <laughs> yep. That's hilarious. So uh I said, so Michael Gaston as Gerald Sharp was good. Uh, and of course Clark Gregg is always great as Colson. Uh, so it was all oh, but it was also nice uh, to see Inver Jokai returning as, as, like I said, Daniel Sousa. Like I said, if you haven't watched Agent Carter, like I said, you can see it on Disney+. Plus. It's well worth watching. Uh, and uh, like I said, him coming back just kind of reminds me that they got the short end of the stick as far as being canceled after only two seasons. Um,
0: hey, was he in that?
1: Yeah. That Agent Carter? Yeah, like I said. So you, he
0: was the guy that played that guy? Yes, that. absolutely. Oh, well, that was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, see now, and of course, we're still waiting and we're assuming... To somewhere along the line that I'm it, sorry I
0: wasn't paying attention. That, that Peggy
1: that Carter. Well, I don't know if you've ever actually watched Ancient Carter. I haven't,
0: but that's like not the I said. Point. But it is.
1: I mean, but it is available to see, and it's only like 18 episodes total uh, for the the two seasons. Eight for the first season, ten for the second. As we remember last week in the episode, Daisy told Deke to kill Ray, and of course Mac told him, had, you know, put the gun down." America we mentioned last week that we thought that I would would have been surprised had Mac not addressed Daisy about why she did that well of course in this episode he did were you surprised that Mac questioned uh, questioned Daisy about why she was, uh, was I surprised yeah no I okay. wasn't and why not
0: well because he's the he's the um director now and she's gave that privilege to
1: him. Right, because she had the she right. was she the director of the job. She, well each
0: she wanted the job, so there you go. Now quit just follow directions. No, and, and of course she,
1: her thinking was, Well you didn't have all the information, so I made the call I said, Well that wasn't your call. Still you're, you're not your
0: call to make no matter whether you had all the information
1: or not. Now the other part of it was he also kind of dressed deep down a little bit, saying that I know you're not an agent, but well, right you're now good. you're with us, so now you're acting like an agent, so when I tell you to do something, you do, do it. it. And even though I, I could have seen him maybe balking at that, he did not. He said, "Okay, yeah." Um, now after the fact, him and Daisy talked, and he kind of, de- kind of got on Daisy for putting him in that position. I mean, he should have. Right, and Daisy of course was going, "Well, I'll rank you," and you know, these are the kind of like, I don't care. I'm not even
0: an agent, and you probably shouldn't have been telling me what right. well, to and, do
1: anyway. Right, which is basically what he said. Not, uh, that, you know, you're not, you know, yeah, if my commander tells me to do it, I'll need to do it, but you weren't my commander. Says, and had I killed, you know, and of course then she's telling him that, well, you know, uh, he ends up being like the Grand Wizard of Hydra and we could have saved a lot of lives by killing him. Said, so yeah, but I would have had to live with that. it would have been on me. And of course she's thinking, you know, I
0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. I don't
1: remember you being quite so squeamish before about this kind of thing. You said, well, I'm not the same guy that you met from the Lighthouse. I've changed, and I'm not going back to that. So she said she, and that's when she ended up finding the information on Daniel Sousa. Which was while while they were having that conversation. Uh, okay, like I said, and we already talked about Gemma being pretending to be Peggy Carter. Okay, uh, let's talk about some of the there were some really good lines, in the show. Uh, just you know, by different people, kind of throwaway lines. And we're gonna just kind of mention them. Uh, and the first one I thought that was kind of funny was, when they first got to area to Area 51. <laughs> Colson told Daisy that Area 51 is actually a shield base, and a matter of fact, all areas are shield bases. So uh, Daisy sitting there thinking, "Wow, conspiracy me was. Uh, we'll see. Was oh, conspiracy me was so right. <laughs> <laughs> of course, she like is where the show started in season one. That's what she did. She kind of uh, was sharing state secrets to whoever would listen because she thought that you should, the government shouldn't keep secrets." So uh, I guess apparently that was one of the conspiracies she thought about. and She found out she was right. <laughs> uh, I also thought, you know, we were talking about Gemma pretending to be Agent Carter. And of course, uh, when uh, Daniel Souza shows up and he's told that Agent Carter is there, so he's going to go see her and comes to find out that it's not her. Right. So uh, he locks her and Coulson up. And when Daisy comes to see him, he's sitting there saying, yeah, said that... Uh, woman who's pretending to be agent carter she's doing the worst british it was british imitation i've <laughs> he ever says, hey, heard
0: you tell her that
1: <laughs> right yeah and that's why i thought so David said yeah you should tell her that <laughs> right also again when the beginning where jimmy was explaining that what they were doing basically were drafting off the chronicons following them wherever they went so of course uh deke said yeah it's one of like days of thunder he said i'll explain it to you later <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, so, well, somebody's been watching old movies for <laughs> even know what "Days of Thunder" is. Right. <laughs> uh, another one, when of you know they've been trying to get uh, to get Mr. Sharp to spill his guts, and of course he's uh, playing hardball, and not talking to any of them. Uh, but they figure that Deke can get it out of him because Deke's white. <laughs> and right. We, uh, so. Oh, that yeah, that yeah. was
0: the whole that whole episode was all about. Um, him insulting May because she was Asian and uh,
1: yo, Mac because yo, he was yeah,
0: because he was black and Yo-Yo because she was Spanish, and uh, so he had all of his little smart aleck remarks to make all his racist <laughs> comments that he was making So which wasn't funny really, but it was kind it was funny only because you knew exactly the time concept uh you know the, uh, when this uh, happened when this happened uh as you could see that happening uh back in the 40s and 50s early
1: 50s and you saying so of course when uh not that it was right but it was just and they're, they're looking at deke and he said uh what are you guys looking at me for what you know i'm not a shield agent why why do you think he's gonna listen to me and they're sitting there staring and he said so do we need to say it and he's sitting there thinking and then he starts is it because Uh, of this this? (laughs) and he's (laughs) the and this is why (laughs) we need to do (laughs) a video and we still we still make a podcast right so uh, them
0: they call them video podcasts
1: yeah i mean basically i mean what tends to happen is they'll record a video podcast but then also have the audio separate so they'll post the audio on one thing and then the whole thing on the other um so, anyway, so, uh, of course, he says, okay, I'm going to go talk to him, and then he starts complaining about stupid white privilege. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, of course, when Deke talks to him, he doesn't get a whole lot further than any of they them do, because and it's funny, because he's sitting there... Deke, when he comes in, he sits there applauding him, saying oh. that, uh, you know, you, i got to tell you that you cost me some money, because I had bet that you were going to break a long time ago. But uh, you... You know, you, you held out. He said, why, was this a test? I said, yeah, it was a test, and you passed with flying colors. He said, uh, so perhaps you should uh, tell me about um, the the Helios. Say, "Say, is it, you know, is it safe? He says, uh, yeah, I could tell you about that, if I was a moron. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but he did tell Deke that the Helios doesn't work. So, uh, so he at least gave him that information that he didn't give to the other people. So getting back to the lines, uh, another deal with Daisy when uh, Agent Souza had arrested Colson and Gemma, and he went back to his office, and Daisy was in his office, and he's sitting there asking her, and he said, okay, uh, who are you? And she goes, well, it doesn't matter who I am, because I don't exist, and we never met. But my initials are C-I-A.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was, was funny. Um, when uh, Gemma and Colson first get to the base... Dr. Vega is showing them around, okay? So, when he shows them the little communicator watch that they built, And I kept thinking, Colson's probably thinking...
0: I want that. Yes. I need that for my collection. <laughs> right,
1: and of course, because, uh, right, he collected... And I thought he, cut, I mean, he was thinking, you know, I could pocket some of this stuff. They won't visit. <laughs> this is great. Right, and uh, of course, uh, that watch he had was a big old... giant buddy. It was.
0: It's about the same size as your... Um, your Apple
1: watch. Right. It well, just doesn't have an right. antenna. on. Right, but most of my watches, the watches I've had, have Are been like giant. that, a big giant things that you use for a dinner plate. Uh, but, uh, so then he takes them to the, the Helios machine, mm-hmm. he takes them to the tables, okay, and this is the Helios machine. So Colson says, I would have thought it would have been bigger. Well anyway, so I, and I thought that they missed an opportunity there. And this was the opportunity, and you and I have discussed this for. It was 1955. All right. Back to the future. Yes. Right. He should have told November him. November 5th,
0: 1955. He should have told
1: him when he said that he uh, that it was a model, and then he should have apologized that it wasn't up to, to scale. scale or painted. Right. And then he could have said, it's great, Doc. <laughs> right. I thought that would have been funny had they did that, but they didn't do it. Maybe it was too obvious. I don't know. <laughs> well,
0: it, well, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Or maybe they did it and then said that's
1: too stupid. Or else they said, no, Back to the Future said we can't do that. Uh, I said, uh, "Colson has mentioned all kinds of... Uh, pop
0: culture Pop references. culture
1: references, Star Wars, all over the place. True. So that's I don't think true. that would have true, been true, a problem. True, uh, I thought it was a good segment. Not so much a funny segment, but a good segment where Yo-Yo and May come in talking about female pilots. And of course, Yo wanted to know, said, well, you know, why would they, you know, considering the era... And the fact that most of these guys are sexist, why would they so readily accept female pilots?
0: Seeing so crashing planes and not about them, and I don't know.
1: Well, no, Mays said that it's because the female they pilots, were better. right, were uh, they outflew the men, said they had to because their job was to pull targets around for the men to shoot at. And she went, "Wow, that's yo, yo, that's really impressive," but still very sexist. And she goes, "Yep, sure was." Now, and that breaks up a point. This is supposed to at least be a secure shield installation. Did it not seem like anybody and everybody could just walk right up into that? Well, place that that place was discovered more than the deserted island, Gilligan's Island. <laughs> I mean, everybody was walking in there. That's
0: pretty much true, though. I, I agree with you on that.
1: Right. So, uh, speaking of uh, May and Yo-Yo, they're you know, the problems that they had going are still still exist we got a little more insight into May's issue. Because, you know, you know, when she first woke up in the pod, she was having the dream of all these people in the spirit world grabbing her. Mm-hmm. Well, this was the problem she had uh, at the base when they threw the gas canisters in to get the scientist to try to figure out which one of them was a Chronicom. Right. And they're all trying to escape, and they're jostling May. So she basically has an anxiety attack because all those people are touching her. And has to get out of the room. So there's something about when she spent time in that spirit world that's still bothering her. But, and it has something to do with, like I said, I'm not sure if it was because of them touching her or whatever it is, but that's part of it. But we don't, still don't know what, exactly what it is. Uh, she seemed a little more like herself in this episode, but she, she still had that. Yo-Yo still can't seem to use her powers. She still can't seem to run because uh, when they found the Chronicon after throwing the gas in and she, and she took up the stairs Yo-Yo tried to pursue her but couldn't move mm-hmm. she just kind of froze where she's at now again you know, we talked last week where we thought that it was a mental thing I still think it is though we don't know what it is that's blocking that for her but she's still having that issue Okay, so they figure out what the Chronicons want to do. And, of course, what they want to do is basically blow up the Helios machine and take out, because at that time all these VIP, Shield VIPs are there at the base, they basically want to take out the brain trust, early brain trust of Shield, so Shield can't function. So to do that, what they want to do is, if you remember back in Season 5... Uh, when they were trapped in the future and had to get back using the monolith, Enoch hooked himself to the machine, basically made himself the power supply to run it. Well, that's what they wanted to do with the Helios machine. Is because the reason that Sharp said it didn't work is because they couldn't get a sustained enough energy source to run it. So their plan was to get one of the Chronicoms to attach himself to it, basically sacrifice himself to blow it up, and then take out half the Shield base, and of course Daisy and them. Daisy, excuse me, not Daisy. uh, May and Yo-Yo went after went after her uh, because she was a female, or at least that's what she looked like, uh, at the site, and was fighting her, trying to keep her from attaching to the thing. In the meantime, Gemma was at the base because <clears throat> they showed him the first prototype of the EMP, which is the device that fits yeah, yeah, all the yeah. time to, right. to disable machinery. Correct. So, uh, Gemma was trying to fix it so it would work, because she figures it would not only take out the Helios machine, but it would also take out the, uh, the uh, Chronicoms. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Of course, it also took out Colson. Coulson, but right. Because, right. So, anyway, so, uh... While uh, Yo-Yo and May were fighting her, trying to, basically keeping her distracted from completing her job, Gemma got the EMP working and triggered it, and it took out the Chronicom, took out the Helix machine, took out Coulson. Uh, so, and of course, the Chronicoms, as we've seen in previous episodes, when they fail in their mission, they basically just self-destruct, they melt down. Uh, so, the one at the Sight melted down the one uh at the base also melted down Mm -hmm. but during this time sharp had escaped out of his bonds right after deke had talked to him he had escaped from his ropes and went into the zephyr and saw all the futuristic stuff and of course mac and deke were standing there so uh, he's sitting there wanting to know what kind of communist is this stuff is this And Matt comes over and says, okay, you need to calm down, and then punches him out. Mm -hmm. He said, I could explain it, but I don't want to. So, of course, now they still had him to deal with, and he'd seen the ship. Okay, so what they did is they took advantage of, again, the time they're in and the UFO craze that there was. So they basically laid him out on the ground and got into a Quinjet and hovered over him until he woke up. And you could tell when Mac was doing this, he was like, almost like he was humiliated that he felt like he had to do it. Where he basically you know, called him an Earthling yeah. and told him that you're not going to talk to anyone about this because if you do, we're going to abduct you again and you're going to be probed. <laughs> and he said it like, I can't believe I'm saying this. But, and of course, then they uh, turned around and left. And of course, naturally, uh, Mr. Sharp immediately ran back to the diner where they all right. first met and told him how he'd been abducted by aliens. Uh, and uh, he thinks they were communists from the future. <laughs> and, of course, funny. the waitress said they're looking at him. Yep, we got another live one. So, apparently, <laughs> this is a common occurrence over there. Uh, and that way, of course, if he tells anybody, they're not going to believe him anyway. So, right. so, So, they maintain the timeline. Okay, so where does that leave us here? Um, the Chromacons have been failed, foiled once again. Curses! What <laughs> are you stupid kids? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, of course, they're still not going to stop. We've uh, already seen from the preview of next week that uh, Daniel Souza is involved in this next episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to what extent, we're not sure, but apparently... At least if you go by Colson's, you know, voiceover, that Dan Shusa was one of the first S.H.I.E.L.D. agents to die in the line of duty. Uh. Now, does that mean that they're trying to prevent that from happening, or, or what? We don't know. We know that Mae's still dealing with her issues. know right. Yo-Yo's still dealing with her issues. And as you mentioned in the beginning... We still haven't seen fits! Right, we still have no fits. Uh, now, like I said, from what we've seen from the previews of next episode, like I said, I'm almost wondering if at least part of it's going to be in black and white, because most of the clips they showed were in black and white. Yeah. Now, as if that was, and I don't know if those are going to be flashbacks where they do that or how they're going to do that, but it certainly wouldn't surprise me for S.H.I.E.L.D., Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to do an entire black and white episode if they choose to do that. Uh... But uh, that's kind of where we're at at this point. Like I said uh, we have got nine episodes left.
0: Yes, we do.
1: And uh, so far, they've been they've all been really good. I uh, think so. And uh, like I said, the whole type going back to different time periods I've liked. Uh, so uh, no uh Game of Thrones issues to this point. No. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> that's good, and no Quantum Leap issues to this point. I'm assuming. Uh, though they are still back in time, so and that was another thing I thought was interesting, where Jim had told them that it takes them less energy to move forward oh in God, time it than it does do to go man. back. Now, of course, I'm thinking it may take more energy, but if you're following the chronocombs, you don't have a choice. If they decide to suddenly go back in time, I assume then you're going back in time. Uh, but it just so happens at this point, because they didn't think they were going to go back as far as they did. They didn't think they were going back to 1931. Yeah, they probably assumed they were going to start in the time they're at now. You know, right around when Shield was formed. Right. Uh. So, but from this point forward, you're going to assume that you're going to keep moving forward. Uh, like I said, and, and basically, and that was something that Mac had said that you know because we are drafting off the Chronicoms, we're basically always a step behind them. Right. The I guess the fortunate thing is, is apparently most of the, rep- the Chronicoms plans are slow, moving plans. So but you still have time once you get there to decipher what's going on and stop it. Right. Uh you know if they were something they could do quickly by the time you realize where you're at and what's happening it could it's be over, right, right, right. it could be over with. Uh and that was another thing that didn't happen this time which probably tells you that they're not ready to leave this time period as there was no clock that suddenly kicked on that says you're getting ready to leave. Right. So which tells me that the next episode is still based in the same
0: at least for the first part of it right?
1: Anyway. <clears throat> True enough, because they could do a time leap in the middle of an episode right. if they should decide to do that. And even though we know that Enoch is around in 1955, we never saw him. Like I said, I'm, I'm assuming that's not going to be the last we're going to see of Enoch. No, we haven't seen any proof T- otherwise I'm of it. I'm telling you
0: that Enoch is with, it was with um, Fitz, I'm telling you.
1: Well, we also know he was with uh, Caning in 1931.
0: Just, he might just be all over the place. His timeline doesn't matter because he's not a real thing. He's not. He's just a thing. He's not a person.
1: So why we've we been talking about him, then? He's useless. No, he's awesome. <laughs> we love him. So anyway, so uh, that's pretty Since much. He's an inanimate object. Well, uh, so then if you go by that, so is Coulson. So was uh, well,
0: true, but we still love their personalities. How about that?
1: Right. So they're okay. They're they're like good toasters. <laughs> you miss them when they're gone.
0: The <laughs> refrigerator and an air conditioner. Those are the things you miss when they're gone. Since we had another power outage. Oh.
1: That, that's, a whole. that's for a
0: whole other day. <laughs> we might discuss power outages at our next Fantastic Kathy and Martin's Coffee
1: Bin. Okay. Don't put that in there. Too late. It's already out there. Oh, All no. Right. It's out there. What do we do? What are we going to do now?
0: What's All that from? Right. Uh, it's um, uh, Friends.
1: No. Mm.
0: It's from uh, something else? Yes. It's from... It's out there.
1: I don't know. It's a problem. Harry Met Sally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't take it back. It's already out there. Oh, yeah. my God. It's out there. What yeah. are we going to do? <laughs> You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So... <laughs> That's also from her. <laughs> I know, you're right, you're right. You're so right he's never, right. he's, he's never going to leave his wife, right? You're right, you're right. Uh, the late Carrie Fisher, yeah. Okay, so anyway, so that's, uh like I said, so that's episode three of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And uh, until episode four, I'm Martin.
0: And I'm Kathy.
1: And we'll see you next time on Martin and Kathy's Coffee binge. Bye. Bye.